The Secret Diary of a Single at 30-something. Episode 12. Dad Joke Dave. After both swiping right on the previous Saturday night and a bit of bumble banter, Dave and I set up a date for the following Thursday evening to play pool. Something I was immediately regretting, as I'm rubbish at it. But after misreading a message, I somehow told him I was great. Memo to self. Do not reply to messages on Bumble or Tinder unless I'm focusing on what I'm doing. Not whilst buying a bottle of wine in Sainsbury's. The pool idea came about after I was drunkenly shown off through Bumble messages when we matched. That night, I'd won a darts game at my friend's party. Memo to self. Don't message on Bumble or Tinder when drinking alcohol. Originally, we were going to meet in the bar that I'd mistakenly went to when meeting Stabbed in the Neck P.T. Tom. Firstly, it's still a student bar, but more importantly, this was the venue of a terrible previous date. So, for both reasons, it screamed disaster waiting to happen. I politely suggested to Dave that maybe we could meet somewhere more local, because the original idea was out of the way for both of us. Luckily, he didn't mind, and suggested a bar in my town. After a bit of googling pubs with pool tables, I presume. I was really happy with this, as it wasn't too far for me to drive to, and I knew it wouldn't be busy. Still, I was surprisingly nervous for this date. Partly due to the worry that I may bump into Pencil Penis Lewis. Although, we'd both lived in the same town for years, and it had never happened before, so the likelihood was very slim. Yet, based on my previous dating disasters, it could have been just my luck. I arrived at the pub five minutes early, so I parked up and attempted to check his bumble photos one more time, just to make 100% certain that I would recognise him. Then, disaster struck. Dave's bumble account was deleted. Immediately, my mind began to race. What if I didn't recognise Dave? and I ended up sitting and talking to the wrong guy. What if he doesn't remember how I look and we're sat waiting for each other on different tables? Is this his way of ghosting me? And lastly, what if he's a catfish? After my mini panic attack was over, I went in. I found the pool table in the back room of the bar and began to relax that the whole pub was empty. Relieved, I took a seat and waited for Dave to arrive. We were meeting at 6.30, but at 6.35, I was beginning to think that I was going to be stood up. I was grateful that at least the pub wasn't packed full of people to see me humiliated in this way. Instead, I decided to get a drink anyway, then head home. So it wasn't a total waste of my time. But then, Dave messaged to say he was a little bit lost. His sat-nav had taken him to the back of the pub rather than the front, and after some frantic text message directions, he was on his way. Now, more grateful the pub was empty, so that I knew that the next man to walk through the door would be Dave. And it didn't feel like such a big deal that I couldn't check his profile to make sure I knew what he looked like. Within minutes, a very handsome man walked into the bar and greeted me. He said hello, then was sharply sidetracked by the fact that the pub had its own parrot. Maybe... I should have worn a bit more makeup, because clearly the parrot was more attractive to him at this point. I felt a little deflated. It definitely wasn't the perfect greeting that I'd previously had with Pencil Penis Lewis. But undeterred, I kept an open mind. We ordered drinks 
and I took a seat. I had assumed, and hoped, that we'd have a chat before cracking on with the game of pool. At least then I could have blamed my terrible gameplay on a glass of wine. However, Dave had other ideas and set up the table. In hindsight, this happened to be a great icebreaker, as the pool table was lopsided, so we spent the first half hour coming up with different ways so we could try and fix the table, so we could actually play a game, instead of the balls all running into one corner. Once we'd admitted defeat, we turned our attention to our drinks and sat and chatted. Dave didn't seem nervous at any point, but as the night continued and we talked more and more randomness, he eventually admitted that he'd been really nervous to meet me. I can't remember too much of what we spoke about. I think a little about his son, his relationship with his son's mum, music, gigs and festivals, his family, and then he pranks his nana all the time. Poor woman. Dave was very funny, full of terrible dad jokes, but charming with it. I tested out my knock-knock wooden shoe icebreaker joke that I'd previously attempted to use on the date naps when chatting to men, which... I have stopped using as an icebreaker because my friends told me it was a little bit creepy. But he humoured me and he found the idea of me sending this to blokes on Bumble as an icebreaker really funny. Memo to self. The girls were right. Stop using knock-knock jokes as icebreakers. As the night continued, we moved into the busier and more comfortable part of the bar. Being a modern woman, I paid for the third round of drinks. He tried to stop me but quickly realised he didn't have any choice. We were able to sit side by side in our new seats, rather than talking across a table. Again, I have no idea what we chatted about. All I know is it got really late, really quickly. I suggested we should leave, and we headed to our cars. At this point, the nerves kicked in, because it was the kiss time. Problem was, I wasn't sure if he liked me or not. I found him very attractive and charming, so I would most definitely have kissed him. Yet, my awkwardness had other ideas. We stood at our cars, and he went in for what I thought was a hug and a peck on the cheek. So I did the head turn. Immediately, I had realised what I'd done, but I just couldn't find a way back from it. Instead, I said, I've had an amazing night. Thanks. Got into my car and left. Kicking myself all the way home for misjudging the kissing moment, I sent Dave a message. You home? I know, nearly as bad as the head turn. It did get better, because my next message wrote, I had a brilliant first date, hope you did too. You're really easy to chat to, and to look at, which is always a bonus. Let me know if you'd like date too. No hard feelings if not, I've had a great time regardless, even if pool was a disaster. It took 20 minutes before I got a reply. 20 minutes exactly. But... When he did reply, he said, Oh, I'll definitely be requesting a second date. I think you are really beautiful and same, easy to talk to. Smiley face emoji. Let's try the restaurant or something next time. Finally, a successful first date. Although, I've yet to make a third date with anyone so far, so I'm not going to get too excited just yet. But we are still messaging daily, so that's got to be a good sign. Isn't it? Did I like him? Yes. Was I physically attracted to him? Yes, he is beautiful. Is he my forever man? Possibly, but I'm not sure I'm his forever lady. All voices, names and identities have been changed to protect anonymity. 
keep following the story. And don't forget to rate and review. And why not follow us on Instagram at Secret Diary Pod.